Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. This one I'm going to be going through a question I got from Chris over on YouTube. So his question was, John, uh, do you get jobs slash customers from Twitter, Facebook, and your blog? I already consider myself a dev even though I've only done one professional job, which I fell into accidentally. I've never advertised, and although I have a Twitter account and Facebook I've never used them as a tool for business. My main concern now is how to get jobs. I'm virtually clueless as on how to go about doing this. Any advice? So what I want to do is sort of break this down, kind kind of zoom out to the macro level, and then we'll zoom back in from there into some details about sort of my general advice to go about doing this. Of course, before I do that, if you have a question you'd like to ask, or uh, a suggestion for a topic, feel free to shoot me an email at podcast at johnmorrisonline.com. More than happy to take those suggestions, cover the topics you want to hear about, answer your questions, and so forth. So to get into this, like I said, I want to zoom out just for a second and and sort of try to, because what a lot of people do, I think, is they make the mistake of kind of getting too too into the details and trying to get too tactical and technical technical when it comes to marketing with without really understanding sort of the broader picture and the the broader sort of insights that are really necessary to to make the the tactical and the technical part works and just to, just to give an example of that you know you might be able you might learn some sort of tactic about how to go on Twitter or Facebook and write something that's going to get people to, you know, retweet your message or or share your Facebook post or whatever. You might be able to figure out a way to sort of game that system, whether it's the actual technology or it's just the social sort of system. You might f- be able to figure out how to do that. But if what you actually say in that message is not something that appeals uh, very directly to to someone who would be interested in your services. What you'll often find is you might get a lot of retweets, you might get a lot of shares and and so forth, but it doesn't actually translate into real tangible business. And so, uh, again, it's important that you understand sort of the broad picture of what we're really trying to do here before you start trying to get into the technical, tactical and technical things uh, to get exposure and so forth, because you need those messages to really communicate to the right people and say the right things. So with that said, again, zooming zooming out, the the really the first thing is to to understand what it is that we're actually doing when we're trying to to market ourselves, when we're trying to sell ourselves, when we're trying to use these tools in order to get work. And so there's sort of two things that I I break it down into. The first one and it, and this is just really going inside the client's mind. So if you think about a client who's looking to hire a web developer to build a website or an application uh, for them, and you and you really try to get inside their their mind. In my opinion, there's two sort of big things that that per, that individual is focused on. And again, this is a scenario where you know this person is potentially going to spend hundreds or thousands or maybe even tens of thousands of dollars with you. So it's not some nonchalant thing for them. If you if you put yourself in that position where you were about to spend that amount of money, it would be something that you would be really sort of hyper-focused on. And all the little things would sort of matter. Okay, so if you put yourself in that person's 
position. The first thing is there's a reason why they're they're wanting to build whatever they're wanting to build. And it's important that you as the developer know and understand what that is. Now, for different people, it can be different things. So for example, maybe someone is wants to build their website because it's for their business. And they're going to put up this website. They're hoping that they'll get you know, traffic and visitors and so forth to it. And they're selling something on there, whatever it is. And they're hoping to actually turn a profit from that website. That would be one scenario that 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 person could be in of of the purpose, the reason why they're building it. Another one could be maybe they're a nonprofit and they're, let's say, a charity and they, you know, help people that are maybe, I don't know, they're sick or maybe it's something related to cancer or some other disease or, or whatever it is. So that would be the reason why they would be building this website. Maybe for them it's a hobby and they, they really enjoy the hobby. They want to start talking about the hobby. They're going to build a website around it and so forth. And so that would be the reason why they're building it. There's lots of different reasons out there and you can't really know what an individual person's reason is until you actually talk to them and get to know them. But you can identify trends and you can understand where you want to operate. So there are lots of people out there who want to build websites for their business and who want to use their website to turn a profit. Now, we don't know exactly what their business is. We don't know exactly how they're planning to do it and so forth. But we know that that's the reason why they're building their website. We know that there's a group of people out there that are doing it for charities or nonprofits. We know there's a group of people that are doing it for hobbies. We know there's other groups and so forth out there. And so we know that these groups exist and the first thing that you have to do is decide who do you really want to to work with and speak to. Now, the inclination is for you to say, well, I'll work with anybody. I'll build a website for for anyone. And that sort of makes sense on the surface because you don't necessarily want to block yourself off from doing websites for certain people. But when it comes to messaging, it's a lot easier to message, to say the right things when you know who you're talking to. Uh, Being vague in terms of who you're trying to speak to and who you're trying to get to hire you is the thing that will make messaging difficult, if not impossible. The more clear you get, on who you're talking to, then the easier it is for you go to is going to be for you to figure out what to say and how to say it to get that person to want to hire you. So it's really, really important that you understand why this person is building the website that they're building. If you were talking to a nonprofit, you would not be saying things related to being able to turn a profit from their website. They don't care about that. That's not what they're interested in. They have a completely different passion. So again, really, really important for you to sit down and think about who it is that you want to work with. And I'm going to give you a little tip or hint. Most of most of the websites that you're going to build that are going to be profitable for you are going to be websites that you can make money off of are going to be for businesses. Why? Because they're a business, they're either an established business that has money that they're going to to invest into this and they, they have a, a solid processes in place and, and they're willing to invest this money, they have the money, etc. Or 
there's someone who's entrepreneurial minded and understand that they're going to have to spend some money to make some money, etc. And so it's a lot easier to have that conversation. Of course, there are exceptions across the board with all these other some people are just independently wealthy and they want they'll be willing to spend a bunch of money on their hobby website or you have nonprofits that you know get a ton in donations and they're willing to spend money and so forth. That there's 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 caveats, but most of the time appealing to other businesses is going to be the way that you want to go because they have money, they're in it to make money, and so uh, it's just a lot easier transaction. But again, it's important for you to figure that out first so you know what to say. And and that comes from you knowing who you're speaking to. The second thing then is when we look beyond the reason why I would put that all into the desire thing, right? Because if someone's if someone's looking to turn a profit from their business, then in your messaging you might you might refer to that. You might say things like, you know, I'll help you build a SEO friendly website so that you can rank well in Google, you can get that extra traffic, which of course is going to lead to extra revenue for you. That could be a part of your messaging. Again, that won't appeal to the nonprofit or the charity necessarily. Okay, so once we have that, then we can start to look at the second part of this, which you could use the words credibility, trust, believability, and so forth. If you know what it is, the reason why they're trying to build the website, the next part of it is they have to believe that you as an individual developer are capable of delivering on what it is that they see, what it is that they want the website that they're after. Now, there are lots of different ways that you can go and do about that, uh, that you can go about doing that. But when we start to talk about sort of Twitter and Facebook and the different sort of mechanics that we can use to do this, one of the things that, so let's just sort of go through some of the things that you mentioned. So you talked about advertising. So you can certainly advertise. You could write up a sales page. You should write up a, a sales page for your services. But you could write that up and you could send, you could create some advertising and send a bunch of traffic to uh, that web page and, and sort of see how it goes. But again, imagine you're that person in that situation. You see an ad, you click over to a sales page, and you're reading from something from someone who you've never met. You don't know anything about, you've never seen anything from them before, and now you hear, now you're here on their sales page and you're trying to decide whether you should now drop $5,000 to hire them to build a website. That's going to be a difficult sell. You're going to have to be really, really good at writing sales pages. And don't get me wrong, there's people out there who are and who can do this, and this, this can be a sort of feasible thing. But Again, you're going to have to be real good at writing sales pages. So the questions are, are you that good at writing sales pages? Do you want to do everything that you're going to need to do in order to be to get that good at sales pages? Or are you more passionate about the actual building and coding side and so forth? So when we look at advertising in that sort of context, it, again, it's an option, but it, it, it can be very difficult to do and get right. And you have to really know what you're doing when it comes to your sales pages. We hop over to, say, Twitter or Facebook. Again, you can go on social media and interact with, uh, with people, but what's, what's the context? What's the reason? Now, one thing I've heard, this is something Gary uh, Vaynerchuk recommends, is you go on there, you go to go, uh, the Twitter search, and you search for people asking questions and so forth, and you answer those questions. Now, that can be valuable, 
But the problem that that sort of exists there is that if you go if you go on Twitter, say, and you find somebody and they ask a question, you answer their question. What then? Okay, you can you can answer a question like, oh wow, and maybe they'll even follow you. But if that's all you're doing, what sort of value do you have to deliver beyond that? And how much value can you really deliver in a 280 character tweet or even a post on Facebook where? You know, you necessarily, you know, you're not necessarily able to do as much as you would like to do and so forth. So again, understanding the context, it gets, it's gets sort of very difficult to figure out how to use that as a tool for marketing yourself and, and create something consistent and, and long-term. So the, the number one way ultimately that you're going to get business, the, the number one way, if you, if you are the person that is making this purchase the number one thing that you're going to listen to is a recommendation from someone you know. So referrals are ultimately going to be what you're after. That's what you're striving towards. That's what you want to get. You want to do a really good job for people. They, they, you do such a good job that they feel compelled to talk about you. When one of their friends asks, well, hey, who built your website? They say, oh, this you know, guy or this gal over here, they did a really good job. Amazing. That's going to be ultimately the way that you get business. But if you're not getting if you're not getting clients in before that there's no way that you can get referrals. So this is why I constantly harp on this idea of creating content because it sort of brings all of this to life. And let me give you an example. So let's say that you create a a, a blog post and that blog post because you know who you're writing to, because you know who you're talking to, you know you're talking to business owners who maybe want to build membership sites or whatever it is, business owners that want to build a social network, etc. You know who you're talking to. You know what kind of content, you've done the research, you know what kind of content they are already searching for online. So you create that epic post or that epic YouTube video on how to create a membership site from scratch. And you attract a, a bunch of these people to that. And at the end of that, you say, hey, instead of, you know, if you don't want to do all this yourself, you can just simply hire me. Here's my sales page. And you link them over to your services sales page. Now, instead of when they go to look at your sales page, they know nothing about you. They don't know who you are. They do know who you are now. They have some context around you. They've read a blog post or seen a video from you. Maybe they've even seen your face. And they're a lot more warm lead. They're, they have, again, they have some context around you. Now when they go to that sales page, they're, they're evaluating your sales page in the context of what they already know about you. You wrote this post. It was amazing. You sounded like you really know what you're talking about. You sound like you'd be someone that's easy to work with, etc. All of these things now give them context around that sales page. And every piece of content that you create adds more context, adds more believability, adds more credibility. So... You take that and your content now is essentially a, a mini ad for your services. And now you take that and you, you post that on Twitter. You post that on Facebook. Now you have something of value to go over on these social networks, these, these social media sites, and deliver more value than 280 characters or whatever you could put in a, in a Facebook post, etc. You have something real to give people there. So you can still go on Twitter and find people who 
have questions and answer them. And maybe they check out your profile and they follow you. And then the next time you post a blog post, they go, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Let me click and read that. Oh, they read, oh, this dude, this, this guy or this gal offers services. And now you're creating this sort of trail. Oh, and then beyond that, you can now, instead of advertising to cold traffic, you can use remarketing, which is available in AdWords and Facebook and so forth. You can use remarketing to run those ads to people who've visited your website and actually read a blog post first. So now you're advertising to warm leads. So my point in all of this is that content is really the cornerstone piece of all of this. So when you ask me, how do I go about getting jobs? You need to find the people that are interested in the services that you need that you offer. You need to get them interested in listening to what you have to say. You need to build credibility and trust and get them to see you as an expert that they would want to ultimately work with if they when the, if and when they need that particular kind of site. The way that you do all of that is not by manipulating Twitter. It's not by you could maybe do it by becoming some super ad writing and sales paging expert, but that's going to be really difficult. The easiest, most expedient, best way for people who aren't trying to become the next, you know, super famous uh, prodigy copywriter and who really want to focus on just doing their craft and building sites for people and so forth. The simplest, easiest way to do that is to start creating content. Now, the last thing that I'll leave you with is when it comes to creating content, one of the things that people will tend to do, especially people who I think follow me, is they'll see the content that I create and they'll think, okay, well, I got to start creating coding tutorials. And I want to caution you against that because I create coding tutorials because I, I sell courses. My market is coders. Okay, so I ultimately sell courses to coders and so forth. So that's why I do that specific thing. You probably with what you do are not marketing to coders. So coding tutorials is not necessarily something that would be appealing to them. So again, this all goes back to knowing who you're talking to. If you are talking to business owners who want to build membership sites, Your content should be all about membership sites, not just how to build membership sites, but what makes a successful membership site, how to boost retention rates, how to market your membership site, etc. You need to dig into all of that, become an expert on that so you can create content around that. And of course, also talk about some of the things relevant to building a membership site, which is a natural lead in to you just building it for them. Okay, so again, know who you're talking to. And when you know who you're talking to, the kind of content that that person is going to want will become a lot more obvious to you. And now you'll be able to create that content. You'll be able to share it on your social media. You'll be able to run ads off the back of it and all that sort of thing. And it it brings life to everything that you're doing. So how do you go about getting jobs? How do you use all these tools uh, to get work? Content is the cornerstone of all of that. And that's why I'm such a big proponent. If you don't have a YouTube channel, if you don't have a blog right now, create one, make one, do the research, start creating content, start putting it out there, start doing all of this, and your business will come to life. 
There's a lot of developers, frankly, don't do it. So you still have a huge opportunity to get a huge leg up on people with all of this. So hopefully that answers your question. I know it's not exactly probably what you're thinking the answer might be, but that's how you use those those things as tools for your business. Now, of course, getting to the level where you're able to create these things, deliver on these the, these projects for your clients and so forth. There's a certain amount of skill that's necessary to do that. And I believe that my courses are a great way for you to acquire those skills, especially when it comes to PHP. If you're looking to learn PHP and dive into that, then I, I believe my PHP courses are a great way to do that. So if you head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com, you can learn more about those. As a regular listener of the show, you can use the coupon code JMO at checkout to get 20% off anything in the store. Also, all the Udemy links, Skillshare links, all that sort of stuff are over there as well if you want to access the courses there instead. Again, that's store.johnmorrisonline.com. Get the coding training you need, but also help support me in the show and what I do here in delivering this information to you. I'd greatly appreciate that. All right, if you like this episode, I'd appreciate if you'd share it with someone who you think could benefit from hearing it. If you want to access all the past episodes, plus all the links for Android, iTunes, TuneIn, that sort of thing, then you can do that at johnmorrisshow.com. All that stuff is over there. And finally, if you will leave me an honest review of the podcast over on iTunes, A, I'd really appreciate that. B, I will also give you module one of my PHP 101 course for free. All the instructions for that at johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the start here link. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.